by the play-by-play -play voice for Edmonton Oilers, Jack Michaels, and a man who played, nice, nice salute, Jack, and a man who played 269 games as an Edmonton Oiler, former defenseman Sean Brown. Sean, great to see you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Welcome. Let's put that a little... What am I, Chop Lever? It's great to see him, and I'm just some guy. I see you all the time, therefore the intensity of my pleasure to see you has diminished over the years. I always see this guy. You do too. He's always around. So Sean Brown, he's a fixture in this Sean community. Brown is coaching who? Kids you know? Your kid? What's going on? No, no. He he just drills kids I know. Oh. But his, uh, his son is a promising first-year Bantam player. Bantam triple first year. That's impressive. Obviously, He's maybe he's got a little bit more in the tank than John did back in the day. He definitely has a lot more skill. Than <laughs> so, so let me ask you this: What are the what are the uh, the drawbacks and the advantages to being a hockey dad, having played in the NHL? Does that change the way you look at your kid's journey and minor hockey and all that? Um, I don't think so. I think my upbringing with my dad was really good. My dad was pretty relaxed about it. You know, as long as I worked hard, that was probably the biggest thing. Um, and those are kind of my expectations with my son uh, is to make sure that, you know, when he, you know, it's a big commitment from our family. We're also dragging my daughter around uh, to these events too. So as long as he's putting in the time uh, and working hard, We'll, uh, my wife and I are willing to drive him and do whatever it takes. The skill, if I may read interjecting here, that Sean has is, it's funny, I know about eight or nine kids, including my own, who have been in Sean's camp, and they all are exhausted and say, he works you to the bone, but they all seemingly have fun. I mean, I've, I've had kids, even my own, kind of complaining about you know, hard drills, but he doesn't, <laughs> there's no complaining with Sean. He somehow makes it fun. I'd love to see how he does it because uh, whenever I've coached my own son, trust me, he has no fun. <laughs> I told you about the story in baseball when I heard a parent behind me saying, boy, I'd hate to be his kid. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. I enjoy I enjoy yeah. being on the ice with all the kids. And, yeah. and like I say, Jack always calls me at some point in the summer. Begging and, for favors. And I slide his son in there, which, yeah. uh, you know, he's very, you know, kids like that you enjoy working with. So, um, you know, I, I try to keep it so that the kids got lots of reps, um, always have a puck on their stick, and they're always having an opportunity opportunity to shoot so maybe that's where the fun comes so, from so that's a key then keep, keep them active make them feel like it, it, it's fun while they're learning as opposed to it's tr it trying to still a fear of failure in them you come at it for more of a, a positive at absolutely standpoint. I mean I'm running a hockey school so I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna take away their ice they're gonna participate in every drill so um, like I said I mean I I know what it's like to get lined up on the boards and I never liked that as a kid either when it you know I'm not sure if coaches ran out of drills or and it was just like hey let's do some sideboards but um, I try to keep the drills so that they're fun and always touching and competing and um, it's kind of worked out well um, you know I do have expectations though when they do come out there you know it's it's parents are paying money and, and putting in their time so there is an expectation but you know I, I enjoyed being on the ice and, and I want the kids and I hopefully that really you know goes over to them that I want to have fun let's have fun and work hard together and again as a parent on the outside look at Inreed first-hand experience I'll tell you what they are exhausted when they come home but they can't wait wait to go back the next day which to me is a sign of a great hockey school because you've got the exhausted kid so he's not going to give you grief when it's time for bedtime but he can't wait to go back the next day so it's good I mean, and you probably see that as a parent too it's not like you're upset when your kid's ready to go to bed oh, without an argument absolutely I mean I try to push my kid as much as I <laughs> I can too and he enjoys you know he does enjoy I am hard on him I mean I think we're all as parents probably harder on our own kids than others but you know it's something that uh, it's fun I mean I 
I really enjoyed playing hockey and the relationships and, and the conversations I had with my dad. And uh, I'm really seeing it this year that, you know, my son's playing at a level where they have non-parent coaches. And it's kind of funny after a game, uh, you know, he, he's always running out and I'm the first one he wants to see. And he wants to know what I thought of his game. So um, it's it's fun. It's good to bond with your kid that way. Um, and uh, we seem to be enjoying it together. Sean Brown joining us on the Faceoff Show. We're getting you ready for the Oilers and the Capitals. Jack Michaels here as well. I, I mean, i got to ask you, what, Tuesday's game? I mean, are you just <laughs> having a blast watching that? I know the Oilers didn't get the win, but... It, yeah, anytime you get to see, you know, some of these great players that have been coming into the building, it's fantastic. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to watch too much just because, you know, I'm running my kids to their different programs, right. so I get to listen to you guys on the radio, which you guys do a super job. So, um, But I do watch the highlights and watch as much as I can, and, you know, it's an exciting time. You know, we have probably one of the best players in the NHL that we get to watch and um, see him grow and... Like I said, they've had a lot of, you know, stiff competition, a lot of really good superstars that have come in here. And to watch, anytime you get to watch Crosby and the next game you get to watch Ovechkin, it's pretty special. So you got McDavid in this game, the, the blazing speed. You got Ovechkin. I mean, we were talking about the, the shot on the power play. Not just on the power play, he shoots. Uh, so, I mean, you were a defenseman. On one hand, you might have to worry about defending this guy with incredible speed. And then you have another guy who is never in a bad shooting yeah. position. Yeah. I mean, he could be at the worst angle, yeah. and he could score from there. So different nuances, you'd have to worry about defending. It's so amazing that these guys are, I mean, the game is so well coached. There's video. There's really no secrets. And the fact that those guys can still get away with, you know, their shots and, and, and their skill set is just amazing. You know, and, and I know playing those guys, it's always tough, right? I mean, if you, you know, try and take away and gap up, they beat you with uh they beat you with their speed so they they're you know they're very difficult and tricky um and that's what makes them so special but you know um both of them are pretty special and unique in their own way i mean ob obviously with ovechkin he can he can beat with his skill but he's also a you know a physical force out there where if you're not aware of where he is he can you know put you in the next week well i was going to ask you sean the evolution of the NHL defenseman. You probably grew up with a number of guys who didn't make it, not because they weren't skilled enough, but because they weren't big enough. And now in today's NHL, there's room for the 5'10", 185 puck-moving defenseman. Is that maybe the biggest change you've noticed from the blue line? in from the time you played yeah i just like you said i mean it, when i think when i came in the league you had the big darian hatcher and all these big guys that you know could you know very physical in your face and and you know obviously you know talking about minor hockey and you watch the kids now and the skill sets that they have and you know when i finished off my career and came back to canada and, and got involved in minor hockey i couldn't believe the skills that these kids had um the coaching's better the resources are better um, and it's all, you know, that's that's why when you see players now today, they're just, they're so fast, they're so skilled. Um, they're making a bigger impact now than, you know, where I think when I came in the league, you, you know, you definitely, and there's something to be said about spending time in the minors, but, you know, guys are making the jump right now from major junior right in the pro, and that's just because of the, the coaching and what they have, you know, the opportunities to, you know, with the people that they surround themselves with. Sean, we're going to have a little bit of fun with you here. We have a first goal of the game contest on the Faceoff Show where a listener can call in and predict who scores first for the Edmonton Oilers. Tonight, you are the celebrity recommendor. 
It's going to be a D-man for sure. He's, that we know. Oh, is he going to take a defensive? I, I absolutely believe he is. Uh, you know what? <clears throat> Maybe I'll, I'll go with Clefbaum. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. But you know. I could have passed you that number five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, we could have. Absolutely. 780 496 